Hi, and welcome to the Imaginal Podcast. This is a place that protects and explores what we need to actualize our uniqueness. And like the caterpillar, who carries its butterfly blueprint in its imaginal cells all the way to the chrysalis and then melts into liquid before it transforms. We too have an inner knowing that can tell us how to make our wings. And here's your host, life coach and consultant, Lori Sauce, who goes most commonly by her nickname, Sauce. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. How are you? It's Sauce. Glad to be with you always, always. And today we are talking about patience. So what is your relationship with patience? Daniel Watson is back and we are going to talk about patience as an ally. But finally, how often do we stop and think about what patience really is and when you need it and when you don't? So at the outset, I might ask you, What's your relationship with patience? And actually, what is patience? What is that? We talk about that a little in our conversation, but when you think about it, how would you describe it? And when is it helpful? And when is it actually not helpful? And when do you have good feelings associated with patience? And when are you frustrated? (laughs) Oh my goodness, patience goes back for me to young years. And it's so funny when you think about the things that you were waiting for so patiently. Like for me, I celebrated Christmas growing up and Christmas morning just could not come fast enough. I remember going out to where the Christmas tree was early, early in the morning, staring at it, hoping that the time would go faster and that everyone would wake up and just forcing myself not to look in the stocking to see what was in there and just, just, looking at the tree and imagining what breakfast with everyone is going to be like. And the morning was so still and so long. But now I delight in that memory so much. Patience now as an adult looks different. And I think when we are not as successful as quickly as we hope we are, or when we don't get ourselves out of a bad situation as fast as we want to, this can bring up a whole lot of more complicated things than just waiting for everyone to wake up and see what Santa brought, you know? (laughs) So with all of these things, though, patience is a valid thing to think about. So what in your life has taught you patience? When have you been patient? And that was actually complicit to something that wasn't helpful. And How are you learning patience now? And when do you need patience in slightly more measure than maybe you're hoping for? And also, I think that sometimes when we think something isn't happening fast enough, we might make a wrong conclusion about either that endeavor or about ourselves. And so this is the topic for today. Daniel Watson, as I said, is back. And if you're just meeting Daniel for the first time, I'm going to put all of his episodes in the show notes. It's quite a collection of really rich conversation, and he's also just a delight. Daniel is a writer from the Northeast of England. He is a bartender. He is an incredibly accomplished soccer player and a highly respected soccer coach. 
soccer, otherwise known as football, to the rest of the world. So maybe that is a better way to characterize it, just as he calls it. Patience isn't something that we're just like, oh, let's get together and talk about patience. But then when we started talking about it, I was like, whoa, we should probably talk about patience a little bit more. So it's with the hope that you will find this episode useful that I bring you this conversation I had with Daniel Watson. Hey, everyone, I'm back with Daniel Watson. Hello, everyone. Today, Daniel and I are going to talk about the idea of patience as an ally. And I think the best way to start this discussion, Daniel, would be for me to just hand it over to you since you have a specific example in which this is the case. But maybe you could also share with us your relationship with patience and how it is important to have it as an ally, but also how tricky it can be sometimes. Yeah, thank you, Sauce. So basically, my issue with patience is that when something doesn't happen the way I want it to, as quickly as I want it to, I can get very disheartened. Like, it, it makes me sad. It's, it's not that I get pushy or angry or antsy or, you know, all of the other things that can come along with impatience. But I begin to feel self-doubt, like because it hasn't happened exactly as I feel it should, that I'm a failure or that the idea is no good or that um, I've gone down the wrong path. And then those feelings lead me to, to lose enthusiasm with the idea. And then just there's been a fair few situations that I have just stopped pushing altogether. I, I just, I stood still on that path and didn't let it come to its natural and finish. You know, I, I just stopped what I was doing. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a way in which I feel like I lose a lot of opportunity. It's so relatable. I think mm -hmm. we all have those stories. We start attaching narratives or we confirm old biases and we stop. Right. Exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah, you know, just just saying that out loud now. Whilst I was speaking, I came up with like four or five examples of, of exactly that. Yeah, me too. And, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 really quite sad actually when you break it down. The you know there are all these these lives that our impatience just ends. And just puts a stop to it, um, you know. Like, yeah, but but you know, like the the ideas are attached to maybe a different life. You know, the the, the ideas take you down a path where you end up living differently. Oh, or, or wow. you. So it's 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 bigger than that, right? Because every decision you make influences how you live going forward. You know, you decide to eat. You know, your life is going to be different to if you decided not to eat on a very, very small kind of micro level. And if you stop, stand still because of frustration or, or impatience or self-doubt because things aren't happening exactly the way you want them to or as quickly as you want them to or with the kind of, you know, that implacable like satisfaction that you get with something, you know that expected joy or unbridled excitement. If that doesn't happen and you stop, then 
your life is going to be different than if you continued. That's so, it's so interesting. It's here we are in the existentialism already. Yeah. <laughs> but Bam, it's, it's true though. When you think about the impact of stopping something and what path ahead you've cut off, right? In a, in yeah, a absolutely. Absolutely. And like, as you know, and as listeners who have listened to previous podcasts that we have been on together, I am quite an existential thinker. Um, I love that about at, at yeah. times, and I do often think about all of the lives that that I could have been living had had I been more patient, or had I been less riddled with self doubt and um, a feeling of kind of pointlessness or or whatever if i'd been able to find that extra motivation to do something what life i could be living and you know that's not with any real sense of regret because as you know source i am so so happy yes uh you know with my life but it would be you know great to live the life i'm living now but in a big house or with more financial stability or all of these little these little things that could be improved in my situation right now when you think of patience what does that mean for you what comes up so for me patience and faith are somewhat intertwined mm. patience is this kind of this weird elusive theory of humankind that you know it's it's a virtue it's something that it's virtuous to be patient it is if you're patient then you're a better person than someone who's impatient if you are able to be patient you are somewhat higher than the animals beneath you um it's it's really odd because it's not something that you can really put your finger on you know it's I this know. It's this cloud-like formation that we're all supposed to adhere to, but there's no structure, there's no rule book, there's no like, if you behave like this, then you will be more patient. If you improve yourself in this way, then you will be more patient. It's this odd thing that we're all told to do, but we're not told how to do it. Right. Which is it, obviously then that, builds on these kind of feelings of lower self-worth because you're like oh why can't i just be patient i must i'm useless i can't be patient like but maybe then you need to practice patience with yourself and <laughs> in becoming more patient it's kind of like a and and that's how i think that it kind of is quite intertwined with faith if you are able to have this this kind of powerful faith in in yourself and your ideas and in what you kind of feel is going to happen in your future, mm -hmm. then you can be patient about it. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have that faith in yourself or, or in the world around you, then it's very difficult to kind of provide yourself with that optimism that you kind of burn through optimism is like a fuel right and you kind of burn through it whilst you're waiting for the thing to happen and it's yeah it's my relationship with patience is is a very tricky one i don't i don't like patience very much <laughs> well it is an interesting conversation to have i've never really thought about 
defining patience. And I guess that's why I asked just now, mm. because you're right. It is this thing, patience, that we talk this, about. This amorphous thing, yeah. Yeah, and and then there, there's the other idea of when is patience actually neglectful or complicit to bad behavior or maybe not as helpful. And so I guess having this really thoughtful idea of what that concept means and for you, the way you tied it to faith, I think it, it makes it seem different. And, it, that, mm. and that's an ally that I can line up with too. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that this is this is again a, a very kind of new idea for me because I've never really been in a situation where patience and faith have been quite so important to what's going to happen to me next. There have been times where it would have been useful to be able to practice, and I think that things might have turned out a little better in certain scenarios. But this is the first time where where it could be truly, truly important, and so it's something that I've recently given thought to. And right now, certainly, I do have faith, you know, I have faith, so I'm able to be a little more patient than I normally am. That's not to say that I haven't been extremely impatient at the same time, but I I have improved. But I think that everyone's relationship with something like patience and something like faith is different as well, right? I think Mm -hmm. that, that it's important to not take you can take somebody else's framework for an idea and meld it to your own life and tweak it and use the bits that work for you and discard the bits that don't. But I think the fact of the matter is that patience for you might mean something very different than it does for me. That's a great point. Yeah. So right now I'm kind of, I'm waiting on a process that just by its nature takes a long time. So I don't have power over this process, basically. It's it's some people who are, you know, more ostensibly successful, they have to go through these steps before they are able to create the project that I could be part of. And so these steps they take a long time. Now my impatience comes from the fact that I don't think they need to go through those steps. I think that it can be streamlined and made more efficient and we could go down a different path and then down that different path, create the thing that would help my future much more quickly. I have to take a breath and understand that those aren't my decisions to make. It's not my business and they know their business more intimately than I do. And so I have to have faith that these people are doing the right thing. And I do. They're very, very talented people. They're brilliant people. They're extremely successful people. And I do have faith. But there are times where that faith begins to dwindle when I think, well, why aren't they doing this instead? Why aren't they doing that instead? And those kind of insurgent thoughts, those almost like, God, I don't want to use this word, but I can't think of another, but those like kind of almost terroristic thoughts, Mm. you know, those thoughts that get in there and in your brain and start creating havoc. They're the thoughts that by practicing patience and recharging my faith, 
that I hope to avoid because those are the ones that normally stop me in my tracks and stop me from doing what I believe I should be doing. So possibly you would have the inclination to want to shut it down? Is that what you mean? Or Yeah, or, you know, my inclination right now is not necessarily to shut it down in this case. In other cases, yes. But in this case, my inclination is to over-involve myself. And, and like, by doing that, I would potentially make these people think twice about working with me in the future. If I become a pest and a nuisance, then even if they get this idea off the ground and they, they follow these steps, why would they necessarily want to work with me? Why not get somebody else in to enact the plan that I presented to them? So I'm trying to be very careful to not get in touch and be pushy and to be, um, to be annoying, really. Because <laughs> I can be annoying, Sauce. I think we all can be annoying. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think, you know, this mindfulness of the greater goal and the path there is so vital. And also, I want to acknowledge that there are times that someone else's way might not be the right way. and speaking up or speaking into those spaces would be appropriate. But as you and I have talked before, this isn't that case. This case absolutely is one, right, that should play out this way. So but there is a cost in in ways for you in that it's costing you time in waiting. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, because we're kind of we have the message drummed into us that life is short, life is short, life is short. We, we feel as though we need everything right now, everything right now, or it's just, we're just wasting our time. Right. And like, I, I understand that point and, and I actually feel that way fairly often, you know, like I'll be doing the work that I'm good at, and, but I don't enjoy enormously right now. And I'll look around myself and think, wow, this is a waste of time. I'm wasting my time. I'm wasting my life. What am I doing here? But you know, and and there are times as well to to speak up and to make your feelings known. And there are times where that is absolutely beneficial to you and to your future. But you have to also maybe be a little more mindful before you just dive in and do it. You know, like yeah. I've been very tempted to fire off these emails, but instead of doing that, I've maybe taken a step back and I've thought, okay who are the people that I'm involved with? What do I know of them? What do I know of their capabilities and their experience? And what are those things compared to my own? Mm -hmm. And in this case, in this arena, I don't have any anything that I can say that would be beneficial to them, I think, in, in this particular case. And that, that mindfulness, that, that extra layer of thought that I don't normally give things, normally I'll just dive in there and be like, well, this is what I think and this is how I think it should be done. It's a, it's a new way of me thinking. When you say that, a new way of thinking, and also what you just mentioned a bit ago, it's a case-by-case -case basis. In this particular mm -hmm. case, I think you said something like that. What came to mind for me are instances in my life as well as in the lives of people that I know where something is taking longer than we want it to. And there is a cost 
And that cost might be financial. That might be keeping us in a lower financial area. It might, it might just be costing other opportunities, whatever that is. As we weigh that, and there's like in this case, the, the faith that this is going somewhere incredibly important and valuable. So I really appreciate, deeply appreciate all that you bring today and always, you know, always. But any last words, Daniel, before we move into anecdotal lightness, when you think of patience? I think that my advice would be have faith in yourself. Have faith in the decisions you make. Have faith in the ideas that you have. But also add an extra layer of thoughtfulness in there. Be mindful of your impatience when it arrives. Give it space because often you are impatient for a reason. There, there might be something that you can do, but don't dive in until you've thought about it. Beautiful. What nuance, <laughs> you know, and, and so useful, so relevant to so many situations. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let's transition to anecdotal lightness and things that are funny. <laughs> this, one is, this one's all you. I mean, is there anything funnier than a dog's bowels? Uh, <laughs> you know, so it's a story of when Shadow was a puppy and Alexis was, Alexis, my beautiful, wonderful wife, was in the kitchen and she dropped like a massive lump of cheese on the floor that was still in its wrapper um, and Shadow dived on it dived like a big block like a big block of cheese with the plastic still on and he dived on it and Lexi's drop it drop it put it down and he's a uh, you know maybe five months old at the time and just eats it swallows it oh and we're God. pretty terrified you know yeah. like we we'd had him for like a month maybe and uh maybe a little less and we didn't know how powerful his system was but so we we take him to the vet who who says you know there's not much we can do about it at this stage we can't you know get him to vomit it up um we're just gonna have to hope that it passes out the next day and um oh, so scary. obviously yeah yeah we were pretty pretty anxious yeah. at the time it was a good good learning experience in that the next day when he did his dump and half of it was pristinely wrapped up <laughs> in this plastic and it had all he'd obviously swallowed the cheese all wow pretty much and then the cheese had digested around the wrapper and then the wrapper had passed through his system wrapped up half of his poop <laughs> and then just come out it was incredible <laughs> it was really and a, a very exciting moment for us. In oh, that, no kidding. Yes. Like, but not only the relief, but also now we know that he can eat stuff and shit it out. It's, uh, it's useful. We don't need to rush to the vet every time he eats something that he shouldn't. Uh, but yeah, that's the, the moment of, I'll never forget the image of this just delightfully plastic wrapped poop. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh my gosh, all the images that are going through people's minds right now. Imagine. Yeah, yeah, and I imagine that a lot of the listeners are getting very, very close to what it actually was as well. 
<laughs> this is the imaginal podcast we imagine. Very it's exactly well. what you think, guys. It's exactly what you think. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty impressive moment from a pretty impressive boy. I love that boy so much. Oh uh, he's, he's a character. Yes. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Daniel, for another existential and also very practical episode. I think so useful. Okay, everyone, if you want to ask Daniel any questions, you can send them through to me. And if you want to find me, I'm on Instagram at Sase, L-O-R-I-S-A-S-E, or my website, laurisase.com. And Daniel, thank you, honestly, thank you so much for this conversation and all of them. I'll link all of them in the show notes. We're getting quite a collection, I feel. I know, I know, a, a, little, a little library. I know, I love it so much. And thank you, listening, for being with us. Thank you so much, Sauce, and thank you, everyone, for listening again. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.